Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed. Joined by my lovely, talented, and ready for the beach wife, Miss Southern Shell. She's going on vacation tomorrow. Without Shell, how <laughs> are you excited? I, I, I got to go last week uh, with the guys on our annual fishing trip, and now you're taking your girlfriends on a little vacation too, right? Yeah, we are. Kind of. Are y'all excited? I guess. You don't sound. Th- I'm, I'm excited. Me and Michael, we're gonna have the excited. house to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> this fixing to be the guys weekend. I'm very excited about going. I've got a big weekend. I'm very plan. excited about going. Got we've got baseball game tonight. We've got practice Friday. We've got practice Sunday. We've got a game Monday. Yeah. So the whole time you're gone, we're just gonna be baseballing it up. Yep. I like missing that. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna miss being at the ball fields? The ball fields is just Hey, it's gonna be a beautiful weekend here. It's, it's uh... we have so we had the tropical storm. What was it? What was it? Crystal ball? That that came through and it dropped tons of rain on us here in Mississippi. I saw some neighborhood flooding and stuff like that. We actually yeah. had we didn't have too much damage at the house. We had a lot of water though. Pool got full, but the weather's been cool behind it. It's like we got a north breeze coming in now, and it's yeah. supposed to keep things like yeah in the mid eighties. So it won't all be week. too bad yeah. at the ball fields this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be beautiful. Yeah. Good. So that's the problem with ball in June in Mississippi. Yeah, it's normally <laughs> getting close Scorcher. to 100 degrees. But so we haven't done any new videos because it's kind of vacation time for us. I had my fishing trip planned and, and I was gone for most the majority of a week last week. Yeah. And then um, you're working on the hog video that's coming out, uh, just came out this week. And it took a little bit longer because it had so many moving parts yeah. with, with the. Mark and Jamie came in and, and helped me with that whole cook and talk about. So I'll talk. We kind of talked about the hog cook already in <laughs> yeah, the, last podcast, the last podcast, but I wanted Jamie you in. to give your take on what it's been like to edit that because I you showed it. To, you know, you showed it to me during the process, and it seemed like a lot harder than our typical video that we do. Yeah. Anytime you get multiple people, what's that? Just another headset. Oh, <laughs> anytime you get multiple people. Um, on camera, multiple audios. Um, we were trying something new with a different audio. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, uh, the new audio. Um, so what we did this time, instead of using lapel mics like I normally use for the videos, um, we used a boom mic. And what, what kind of microphone was that, a Rode? Yeah, a Rode mic. And it was just like a, a on a boom-style mic, yeah. a shotgun and it, mic. And it worked great when you were right in front of it. But um, – it didn't work as good if you didn't get, you know, if we got busy and you were moving around and stuff. The problem with doing these barbecue videos is you're constantly moving. You know, you're constantly working and going from this side to that side. And especially if you're trimming the hog and injecting and, the hog. And then putting and, wood on the smoker, yeah, get the fire yeah, going, moving yeah. around. I, You know, I didn't think it sounded that bad, though, because it gave you some depth. Like, you are moving around doing something. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't mind it. Um, I did wear... Uh, my lapel mic for some of it so yeah for like you can probably tell if you watch the video that some of it it sounds like we're moving around because we were and i thought it did i thought it was pretty cool i mean it was a different style of video because yeah. i took on a big elevx it's a huge pit so and another thing it was 24 hours of footage <laughs> yeah that's the long cook man it really was it took a while i mean it was you know um but it turned out fantastic. Yeah. I mean, even in the video, you can tell how good it was. And Jamie yeah. had to split out towards the end of it because he had his daughter play softball. So he had to leave. So it left me and Mark to finish it up. But, uh, uh, man, it was that was a fun cook. You know, to, to, to do that right before vacation, take a couple weeks off, you need a couple weeks off after doing <laughs> something like that. Well, that particular but, week, we had done three videos that week. Yeah, oh, we did. Yeah, we staggered some up. So – we released that video, and it took us 24 hours pretty much, to give or take, to, to cook the hog. How long do you think it actually took you to sit down and edit it? Um, I mean, it took two weeks pretty much, but it's not like, you know. Eight, eight hours That wasn't 80 hours, yeah. You um, work out until you get sick or something? <laughs> yeah, or get distracted or whatever. So yeah. uh, let's say four, eight. You think it's triple? Yeah, I'd say 16. 
Oh, okay. So you think you did? You edited it in less time than it took us to film it. Probably. Yeah. That's a rarity because normally I would say if it takes us a couple hours to do a video, it takes you eight hours or you know four <laughs> four to eight hours to edit. Yeah, edited. I would yeah. say so. Just a regular video. I would have guessed it, it took you at least as long as it took us to film it. Yeah. <clears throat> That's not bad though. No. Um. No. Was it easier working with the? I guess you had two audio files instead of having to drop try to drop in three. Yeah, audio the audio files. probably wasn't wasn't a problem. Working well, with that audio, I just wish, uh, like I, with the lapel mic, it's always the same level. Level, yeah. Um, no matter how much you move, if you're moving from here to the grill and back again, it's always the same level. With the boom mic. We didn't have any person holding the boom mic. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was on tripod, kind of. We need a crew. That's we what do. We need. need some sound text, don't we? <laughs> we need <laughs> An more extra than camera just person. Yeah, and then when we were breaking it down too, I, I put the camera down and gloved up and broke some hog down. You yeah, know? yeah, so yeah. The, I didn't get any footage of us actually bagging it up and stuff. Yeah, that would have been cool to have. How fast yeah. we broke that hog down. That you know that would be cool. I didn't think about that. Yeah, like a speed. Next time we cook one, we're going to show that process. Like yeah. how we broke this down that fast, or how long it took. <laughs> yeah, actual time. Yeah, because that was a record. That was I like mean, a, a camera. That was yeah. a record time hog breakdown there. It was super fast, and we had it bagged up and ready to give away within I don't know a half hour. hour half yeah. hour, I would say. It didn't take us that long. I'm talking about the whole mess was cleaned up, yeah. and we still had to. Drain the cooker and let it, but you got to let it cool off where you can get it cleaned up good. So, yeah. but the the driveway mess was was pretty much clean. And, I mean, yeah. real fat before dark. And you can see in we the video, had carcass and everything in the garbage. Yeah, in a big garbage bag, zipped up body bag style in the garbage can. <laughs> so, is that illegal? No, it's regular trash. It is. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> What's the difference in that and throwing and you a know, pork chop bone? Yeah, the yeah. pork chops away. There's just a lot of them. <laughs> it went, I'm sure it went in the landfill. Do you think people were nervous when they cut that bag open and it was <laughs> I, a lot of bones? I doubt anybody cut it open. It probably went straight to the field. But, but somebody but, somewhere down the line. I tell you what, <laughs> you you need to. Here's one thing you want to plan for when you do a hog cook or any kind of big cook like that, where you're gonna have a lot of trash. Is know when your trash day is because it'll get ripe in this heat <laughs> real quick. We did that. What was on a Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday, Thursday, Friday. Our trash didn't. No, it was a Friday, Saturday. Our Friday, trash Saturday. didn't run till Tuesday, so it was starting <laughs> to get around that side of the house. We That's the bad thing about summer cooking, you know. You, you, anything have? Oh man, Ooh. yeah. We did another. We did do another tr uh, crawfish cook while we were off. Oh yeah, we did. Right. It, I didn't even have that in my notes to talk about, but um, I'm not going to spend any more time on the hogs. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it was great. But, I am going to talk done, about it's up. It's a little different than some of our other videos, but I think it's a good. Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought it was real good. I liked um, it got a little I bit of the behind the scenes. Yeah, y'all joking around and stuff. I, I hadn't that. I hadn't really seen anybody do a hog video like that. You know, on yeah. that style of hog, especially on a, a old hickory pit like that. Yeah, but um, so we did. I guess the next weekend before I went out of town, we did a crustacean cook because crawfish season's winded down. But I wanted to get a bag and cook them. And we just did a one-pot method. We didn't do our two-pot stuff. But yeah, we, didn't, since, we only had like six adults. Yeah, we didn't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's seven, eight. Well, yeah, yeah, there's a couple. But um, since I didn't know how the crawfish were going to be, I just ordered one sack. But um, we also got some big shrimp that were peeled and deveined and ready to go, raw shrimp. And then we got, what was it? Six pounds of snow crab, uh, snow crab leg clusters. Oh, those are so. <laughs> and we did, we cooked it all. I mean, we did the whole thing up: the corn and potatoes, the sausage, the mushrooms. I liked how the shrimp were already peeled and deveined. Yeah, that, I mean that makes cooking shrimp so easy. Yeah, so, makes eating shrimp so easy. <laughs> so the crawfish cooking part was the same. We just did a one pot method. Then we cooked. Uh, we started with the vegetables. And I did it the same procedure that me and Mark did our video where we, you know, you start with your, your bigger stuff, your potatoes mm -hmm. and your onions and your garlic and things that are going to sauces, things that are going to take a little bit longer. Then we added in the, um, the, the corn and the snow crab and the shrimp all went in the pot at the same time and we turned it off. And then we just let them soak 
for about five, ten minutes. So you Does technically it, did not boil the snow crabs. You don't, because, okay, for one, the snow crabs fully cooked already. Okay. When you get it, I guess they're processing it on the big boats. When they catch them, they take yeah. the processing boat. It's flat. I don't know if, I guess it's flash steamed or boiled or some kind of way. And then they freeze it. They flash freeze it. So yeah. it's really, you're just kind of reheating it. And you don't want to overcook it. That's the whole thing. And shrimp's the same way. I don't tell you how many times... I've went to a restaurant and got a shrimp bowl or something, and the shrimp's so you can't, mushy or you can't peel it can't because peel it's it. all stuck to it because they overcook it. So with these shrimp, we figured out over me and Mark just cooking them this way for a while, if you'll cut your heat off and put those shrimp in, they'll start, when two or three of them start to float after about five or ten minutes, go ahead and get everything out because it's all done, and those shrimps will pop and kind of melt in your yeah. mouth. They're so buttery you don't need anything to go with them they soak up all the flavors from that bowl i mean you can put butter with them well we did we did a couple, <laughs> i don't know was it a pound of, of drawn clarified butter clarified butter, butter yeah and then we i made a remoulade sauce that man i gotta do that recipe and put it out there if i hadn't already yeah because you know and i'm gonna get to that because i got a recipe coming up later in this that we're gonna talk about that'd be great with that remoulade sauce but that was one heck of a crustacean cook yes I mean, we sat down and enjoyed all of it and like all day long <laughs> you know i love crawfish i do but it you put a snow crab cluster right beside some cook, crawfish yeah cooked that way and those are eight to it's ten ounce to, clusters too they were big ones they don't compare like no, you know i asked so we kind of took a consensus yeah did you like the crawfish did you like the shrimp or did you like the crab legs and the crab legs killed it hands down oh yeah i mean they're more expensive for sure oh yeah but <laughs> But uh, we got them. We got them from uh, Crawfish Haven uh, in Horn, Horn Lake, Mississippi, which isn't far from us, like 10, 15 minutes up the road. So anybody's in that area and you need some some seafood, don't pass up the the, the snow crab from the uh, Crawfish Haven. The shrimp, those peeled and deveined shrimp are excellent too. They're the big shrimp too. They're not little shrimp. And then they're crawfish, but I doubt doubt they have crawfish anymore. I mean, I, I got a couple texts from the guys that. I sell them in the area, and they said this is the absolute last weekend. But the deal is, they're getting crawfish go through like a molt, you know. In, in this, you know, I guess in the late so, yeah, winter. Let's talk when, about why is there a crawfish season? <clears throat> well, in the late, so they, I guess, like any insects, their their shell or exoskeleton insect. gets. Hard, or, I mean, that's what they are, crustacean. That's kind of like an insect. <laughs> it is, but they have exoskeleton. Yeah, and so. Over the course of their life, it gets harder, and they shed it, or, or you know, kind of. I guess it sheds, molts, and then they grow another one right back in its yeah, place, like a snake, or yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. So, so in the winter for us is when they're the softest. I guess they're they're molted and they're fresh. That's when you can get your soft shell crawfish, or you know, and crab and things like yeah. that, and make soft shell crawfish po' boys, yeah. or whatever. But now in the summer, it's like the peak time where they're starting to get too hard, and they're so hard that. It, um, the meat is harder to get to for one, but then the shell doesn't really soak up the juice as well. It jacks your th- your fingers up oh, trying yeah, to peel them or anything. Yeah. It's just hard to deal with, so they don't mess with them. And so, really, crawfish season's over for us, starting June. You know, that's it's usually wrapped up. Now, I think what we're seeing some of these that these late season ones they must be coming from farm raised. Yeah, and I thought the ones that we got were definitely farm raised or from ponds because there was like. Some little pieces of it looked like fish food, but I think they're feeding them like some kind of aquatic, oh, really? aquatic uh, fish food or something. Yeah. Because there's some in that bag, and there's no other reason for that to be in there. Most time, it's full, you know you see some mud, some debris, some bait right, they may have had yeah. in the traps. These didn't have anything like that, but it had the little pellets in there that I was like, well, this is some food they might have been in the pond or something. That's my speculation. I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised. But they were phenomenal. They were yeah, clean. They were, good. they were some of the you know after after a quick. Washing our crawfish tub, they were super clean. There was no grittiness or muddiness to them at all. I forgot about us doing <clears> those. That, um, but we really didn't serve anything else with it. No, you don't need anything. It's got well, we had the potatoes and the corn yeah. and everything like that. But and that's just like filler. Oh, I did do pickles in this one, and you're not a fan of them, but mm-hmm. I like everybody I else the, likes them. I buy the big jar of like whole dill pickles from Walmart and then cut them up into chunks. And they go in the crawfish bowl towards the end, too, so they can soak up some flavor. And they get spicy. So it's like a spicy crawfish dill pickle. Yeah. They're really good. I'm picky about my dill pickles. That might be why I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're okay. I think they're Every, really good. Yeah, everybody else loves them. So. What was your favorite thing? The mushrooms? I do love the mushrooms. And yeah. The garlic? 
Yeah. The garlic. Mushrooms really and garlic. Um, so last week you went on a fishing trip. I did. This was, I guess, second annual guys fishing trip yeah. in, in the summer. And first year went great. We went out and fished twice <laughs> and went way out and, you know, caught a ton of fish and the sea was kind to us. <laughs> this time we go down there and we're watching because, you know, it's our luck. Tropical depression's kicking up yeah, and it yeah. come off like the... Uh, Cozumel area, I don't know, what do they call that, Yucatan Peninsula yeah, or whatever, yeah. was kicking up a depression and they named it Crystal Ball. And they said, this is going to hit here in about five or six days, exactly where we were. <laughs> and so the waves, you know, I, I got on a little marine, I'm no I'm no sailor by any means or boat or anything. And but I, you've but never, I've never been seasick. You've I've been never on, been you know, motion sickness, have you? Never been motion sickness, never, never. And so, I'm, you know, we're looking at the report and, it's supposed to be like 35 an hour wind gusts that day, super windy. The waves were supposed to be one to two meters, which that's, you know, three, five foot, something like that. So we're just like, surely, you know, we'll go out there and captain will say, you know, if it's safe to go or whatever, and we'll be, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we go you down. Just lean on the expert. Yeah, we lean on the expert. You know, <laughs> sure, it'll be okay. So, so here we go, getting on the boat. And, the first thing is all these people standing around. There's a lot of boats that aren't going out that day. And I was like, that was going to be my sign. I was like, let's wait till a few of these boats go before we see if we're going. Well, no, we got to get out to our spot first. So we're going to be the first boat to go out. And so we get on, and first thing, you know, I asked, the, or I don't know if it was I asked him or Heath asked him. Heath, no, Heath Riles was with us. And uh, so, you know, what's it going to be like? No, he's like, oh, man, it's just going to be one to two foot waves. You know, one to, one to two is no problem. Might get a little choppy yeah. in some spots, but it's going to be fine. There's nothing to yeah. worry about. And so we're like, okay, you know, it gave us a little bit of encouragement. You know, nothing to it, right? So we yeah, get on the boat. Good. We go out into the little, you know, the bay, cruising out. We got to stop and catch bait, which we stopped at that pier right by Cobalt. We were down in Orange Beach, Alabama. We pulled up behind Cobalt. And he was saw it real some choppy fish. by the... It wasn't bad at all. You know, yeah. it was you know it was a little rocky, but it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't anything to be nervous about. And so we caught a ton of bait fish. And the... The deckhand was throwing the cast net up there, and the, I guess he could see them on his sonar where the fish were, and yeah. filled up the live well. We was like, man, it's gonna be a good day. We got all these bait fish, you know, fresh, fresh bait, and so we get to going underneath the the causeway there, you know. And it's a little rocky through there, but you get out to where you can see where the actual ocean's lapping over, and that's where the waves start. <laughs> <laughs> and so these one to twos are more like three to fives at that point. But so we get to cruising on there, and man, started off at three to five. Oh yeah, we started off at three to five, right there at the beach. So we can see the condo. It's like, man, this is a perfect time for us to decide to jump off this joker and swim back to shore. I probably could have made it at that point. And we're all fine, you know. So a couple of the guys are hanging out on the back of the boat. Did y'all get to bring beer? Oh yeah, we yeah. took colors of beer. You know, and I didn't drink not one single beer that day <laughs> on that trip. I'm telling you, this was the worst four hours of my life. <laughs> This is how it started. It started off, you know, okay. We, but we get so we get to cruising out, coming out of the coming out of the little pass there into the into the Gulf, and then we're, we're on the sandbar. So he's like, "Oh, it's going to be a little wavy on this sandbar." But as soon as we get off it, it's going to calm down. We got these three to five waves, and so the, the water's crashing in over the side of the, of the boat we're on, and the guys in the back he hits the motor, and so they get soaked, and so they come in, rushing inside. And then next thing we know, he leans on a little bit. He says, we'll ride smoother up on top of the water. Well, the deckhand's still out back. And when we see him go flying to one side, <laughs> like it knocks him down. And we're all inside just looking at each other. And Chris, guy that's, uh, you know, the guy that's with us, um, he's looking nervous. And he's been fishing hundreds of times. Yeah. And and uh, Jeff, the other guy with us, he's like, man, I don't know about this. You know, and so – we're all sitting over there. Jamie's with us, and he, it's those six of us plus the yeah. hand and the captain. And we're sitting inside this cabin on these little benches, and there's a big garbage can right beside me. And so he's sitting down there, and he's starting like a to look. Fifty-five gallon? No, no, like a tall kitchen garbage yeah, can. I don't okay. know what thirteen gallon. I yeah, think it is. Yeah. It ain't a very. I mean, it ain't a big one. Yeah, it ain't okay. a big one. <laughs> Considering what's fixing to happen to this garbage can, it is not a big garbage can. <laughs> I'm just leading up to it. So Jamie's in between me. He's on the other side of him, and Jamie says, "Heath, you know, you all right?" And he says, "Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Whatever." <laughs> and so he says, "If you if you tap me on the shoulder, I can get you this garbage can. It'll be okay." 
And so we, we're cruising out, man, and it's like you go, the boat shoots up away. It's like perfect storm. Boat comes down, the props are out of the water, and we're crashing, and waves are hitting us from the side. And the whole time, I'm just laughing hysterically at this point. I'm like, wow, this is a ride. You know, it's like it's like being on a roller coaster or something. Everybody's white-knuckled. We're holding on. And Chris, I think he does open a beer. He's like, I got I to drink a beer and calm my nerves. I'm like, not for me, man. I'm just waiting on somebody to pop. You know, Kevin's looking like he's going to be sick. Everybody's just looking. And so next thing I know, Jamie looks over and he's tapping. He's wearing him out. So he grabs that garbage can and gets it over there. And then it begins. I mean, I know. Have you seen What movie is that? Stand By Me? Where the kid starts puking and everybody starts puking. No, uh, Goonies. Sandlot. It's, it was a Sandlot? Yeah. It's one of those. It's one of those. It, were they on the ride? No, this oh, is. Okay. Yeah, this was. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it may be a chunk from Goonies that told the story, but when he was giving it all up. Oh, yeah. And then everybody else started <laughs> everybody puking. Everybody started puking. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know. Well, for one, we're in this cabin of this boat, and there's diesel motor down there, so you got a little diesel fumes going. It does have AC, so the temp's not that bad. But then you get this smell. Oh, my God. I, don't, I hope I'm not making anybody sick. Too graphic. <laughs> but then, so I can't even look that way. I'm just staring outside, and all I'm seeing is water and waves. And we're hitting it, going out. I'm like, God, how are we going to fish in this? I can't even stand up. <laughs> you know, yeah. that can, he goes out there, and he's trying to cut bait, and waves are crashing. He puts on his damn Deckham deadliest catch suit. I'm like, you know, this, you know, it's bad when the deck end is going and suiting up. We're supposed to be just doing a little, you know, gingerly six hour fishing oh, trip yeah, out here to golf. Yeah, leisure. yeah, this is getting a little serious. <laughs> <laughs> on a sunshiny day. Yeah, on a sunshiny day. It was not sunshiny at all. It wasn't. Was I took sunblocks, sunglasses, had me a fishing hat. Man, no, it was looking like it was fixing perfect storm. I mean, it wasn't raining, but it could have at any time, you know. Crystal ball could have been coming at us. Yeah. <laughs> For all I knew, we were going dead at it. Like, I don't think it's crystal ball. Crystal ball. Or how do you say it? I don't know. I don't know how anyway, go ahead. Anyway, crystal ball. How many times did you puke? <sighs> so, <laughs> I'm doing all right. And then it hits me. And then you just can't stop. Once it hits you, it's on you. So, we've only got one garbage can, mind you. He's got it. And and y'all then, can't get up and get outside. Oh, no. So the guys, they all migrate. So we do get to a spot where we're supposed to fish, and then the boat's steady pitching and y'all an going up and down. I don't think, no, I don't think, no, there wasn't no anchoring. It was, <laughs> you was know. at the, mer- the sea was angry that day, my <laughs> friends. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the sea was angry. <laughs> it was, it was not a pleasant experience. So they're out there. I mean, I don't know how they're fishing because I'm watching out this window and it's just like they're, everybody's holding on for their dear life. Yeah. The captain goes out there and deckhands out there and then they're trying to bait these hooks. The guy said they were scared to bait the hook because you're afraid you're just going to stick it stick, right yeah, there in your yeah. hand, you know? It was like, just grab a bait down there. Sure, that's easy to said. I would have been head, head, head first down into the bait hole. <laughs> I would have been trying to go out there and get a bait. I would have drowned myself. <laughs> and I knew I was going to go overboard. I was just waiting, you know. <laughs> I had done planned it. I was like, this is probably going to be the end of me. It's okay. I'm, I'm at peace with it. Just <laughs> get me life. off this boat. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been sick. Well, you have been seasick. Yes. But all you want, there's nothing you can do. It's miserable. It's miserable. You can't lay down. That's the worst thing you can do. If you can get yeah. outside, it's supposed to be better for you. There were I, I, no. It's not. I've been. I, I couldn't get outside. I hung on the side of a boat. I needed a tether. I really did. I needed yeah. something to, <laughs> to tether me Put through me that. In the yeah, to get me out there some kind of way. I think but, I would have been better off in the water, like you said. Yeah, just, just, yeah, just in the water, like a buoy. Yeah. I'd have felt better. <laughs> and so me and Heath, for what seemed like. Hours, hours upon hours upon hours, began to start sharing this garbage can, and I would like, no, he just live beside me, put it beside me. I was yelling at him because I mean, it was like we're sitting on the same bench, but we're about as part as me, far apart as me and you. Yeah, and we've got this tall garbage can that we're just both just calling everything. We're giving it. We've been gave it. There's nothing else in us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just this so is dry heave, pain. I broke out into this crazy sweat. I wasn't even cold. I was like, I got a cold sweat. They come in. Man, you're not looking so good. I said, no, sh- you know, what do you mean? We got to go back. We got to go back. And so we're just going to fish one more hole. And the, and the whole time, nobody's catching fish. Yeah. They they end up they end up pulling in eight snapper that day. So snapper season, it's the second day of snapper season. They end up pulling in eight. I don't think any of them caught a single one. The captain of the deck can caught the fish, you know, hooked the fish. And then they would hand them a pole. Out. It was all they could do to hold a pole and steady yourself on the rail some kind of way and then reel it in the best you could. No taking and, pictures. Oh, no, man. 
it, none of that. This was not a pleasant experience <laughs> at all. It was it was it was horrible. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Jamie said that it sounded like Heath was doing Lamaze. <laughs> they said he that's what Heath was doing his Lamaze breathing, and I sounded like something off Jurassic Park. <laughs> I, was, I mean, it was violent. It was very violent. But you know what? So so finally, you know, they told us if you you know we're gonna hit a couple more holes, and if y'all have to, we'll go back. And the whole time he's like, "Go back! We gotta go back!" And I'm like, "We gotta go!" And he'd look at me, "You all right? No." And it was, I mean, it was it was rough. So Whenever, finally, when I got sick on that boat last year, y'all fished, and I just hung on to the edge for eight hours. But it was not rocky though. You were just <laughs> on a regular old cruise boat. <laughs> now, yeah, granted, but it was still just as miserable. Granted, we did fish for bait, and it was that's where it got you sick. Yeah. So if you can imagine where we fished for bait at that little jetty and how rocky it yeah. was, yeah, multiply that by about ten. I couldn't. And it was constant, and there was never an end to it, and nope. there's no timeouts, no pauses. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just. Hang on for dear life and hope you get off of it. You get to a point after you. <laughs> I really didn't think I was gonna make it for a time or two. I was like, "This yeah. is it. This is really it. I'm gonna be known as the guy that died on this boat." <laughs> <clears throat> so the next day, we're supposed to go out again, and there was no way in Hades that I was getting uh-huh. on that boat again. What and he th- he thought, man, I'm I'm only not going. He said he wasn't going to be the one that said it. But he wasn't getting on it either. But since I wasn't, he would stay with me. Yeah. He was relieved when you said I'm not Oh, yeah. Going. So he was relieved. So I wouldn't have gotten back on it. And, but, you know, the the thing about it was the next day they go out there and they said, man, it's smooth as glass. It was like just being in a lake. Fun. Fun. It got hot. Sun was out. The fish and caught some monster snapper. I missed out on that. Yeah. But did I care? No. <laughs> I just wanted on dry land. You know, and the crazy thing about the whole thing was when you get sick like that, as you get back closer, like we got back closer to the past, going back in, it's like it snaps off of it. It does. And I mean, I still felt like like I've been wrecked. Yeah. You know, you know how you feel. I went back straight to and laid down for several hours. I didn't even make so they when they got off the boat, I guess they had to get their eight fish cleaned and <laughs> <laughs> bagged up and then come back. And I as soon as I as soon as he got back to the dock before the dude had the, the line tied, I was off that boat and back to the truck. Like didn't say nothing to nobody. I was like, and if the truck keys ain't there, I'm t- I'm calling an Uber and I'm going. This is it. I almost came home. <laughs> I was like, screw it. I am done. But so after I got you up from a nap, your, I was fine. You know, it was like you didn't get your souvenir picture taken. No, it was none of that. I didn't talk to anybody at the doctor. Y'all people that look at they knew souvenir picture. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about being seasick is. It's like if you fall and break your arm, it hurts, you know, but yeah, you can be like, yeah. oh, I'm going to tough it out. And it's, you know, but once that you feel that seasickness coming on, there's no amount of toughness. There's none. No, I don't care how is, bad to the bone you are. Yeah. When that gets on you, there's no, I don't know. How, you become a child. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was. I was, man, I don't even think my mama would have helped. Yeah. I didn't want to see nobody. I just wanted into it. It's like you just give up, you know? Yeah. The time when I was seasick, hanging off the side of the boat, I seriously was like, they can just go ahead and shoot me in the head, <laughs> throw me over here, and we'll be okay. It'll be okay. Let me sign my last will and testament or something. Yeah. But it, you just get to that point where that was it. it's torture. And, so, and, it, and it lasted, yeah, that was four hours that I'll never forget in my life, <laughs> I promise you. I've never been that sick. And I did the whole Dramamine the night before. Yeah, yeah. Dramamine is a joke. That stuff does not work. I don't it care what you say. Kids. It. I think it's placebo it works on the captain told us he had these ginger capsules that he you- swallowed and gave right back to the garbage <laughs> kid but, but he's where the ginger stuff works and i can see that working with nausea or something yeah but it's not nausea it's it's something else it's not like oh i got a stomach sickness it gets in your head it gets in your whole body and i don't know how to get it off i don't know if i was on like a, a sailor you know in the navy or something how you ever do it i don't know if Maybe the bigger the boat, it don't do like it get as bad. This was a decent sized boat. It wasn't like it was a small boat, and I'd been on it before. I mean, I've been on boats like that several times. Oh yeah, you've never been. I've never, never. Been on you ever to get. But I've never been in waves like sick. that on one, yeah. and I'll never do it again. I won't. And when I, next time I, I'm, I got another fishing trip booked this summer, but if I go there and I see it says one to one to two meter waves and, and thirty mile an hour winds, nope, I can have that deposit. I ain't going. I ain't getting on it. It's like you pay thousands of dollars to, to see how sick you can get. <laughs> That's not crazy. But that wasn't, so that was the worst part of the trip. The best part of the trip, and that's what I want to talk about today, 
because we we cooked up some phenomenal some phenomenal food um while i was sleeping trying to recover they ran over to pensacola and saw kevin at the butcher shop and so one of the best butcher yeah shops and, i mean being you know being lockdown time and all that we knew we weren't going to go out to too many restaurants or anything yeah. so we cooked at the condo and so we decided we were going to do pick up some uh cook some of the fish one night that they caught we were going to pick up some steaks or something and we, we decided to do a steak flight so you know kevin's got fantastic stuff so we got like some uh he had some a9 uh wagyu strips had some some i think they were a5 ribeyes and then he picked up some prime fillets and what we did was just kind of season them different ways did you like get multiple of um there was like two of each steak yeah but it was six of us. Yeah, but yeah. by the time you cut up. Oh, yeah. This I'd, is a way. I'd to, rather do it. This, I'm telling you, this is really the way to do it. Like if you're having a dinner party or something and you want to try some different cuts of meat, it, it seems like it goes so much further. Because oh, I was yeah. like, we had six or seven steaks total, but we had we didn't eat half of it. Because yeah. we what we did is we cooked it all. You know, Kevin actually, Kevin O'Sullivan cooked it all. It was excellent. Perfect. I mean, he nailed them. It was like medium rare everything. What did he cook them on? The grill. It was at the condo. It was Is a, it a blaze. Gas? It was a blaze. I looked at. It. I went and looked at. It. I was impressed with it. It was a blaze marine uh, gas grill. Hmm. And the I guess all, I don't know if all those condos have them or just they have one in that one. All those condos do have a grill, a but grill. this one was like marine quality, so the salt air wouldn't jack it up. But it, I mean, it was it worked perfect. It got super hot. Is Blaze the brand? Yeah, yeah. And that's a high-end uh, propane grill, too. Okay. Yeah, they're high-end grill. Like a Napoleon or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, higher-end than that, I think. Really? Yeah. But so we, look them up now. So we cooked the steaks, and we did them up different, you know, seasoned them different ways, and sliced them all up, put them on a board. And uh, they picked. They also went to a seafood, and I don't remember the name of the seafood place in Pensacola. I need to find out and post that, because it was they said it was fantastic. It's anything you it was want. Like they got these big market. U- yeah, it was like seafood market. So they yeah. got these big U ten scallops, the big oh, diver wow, scallops, yeah. and then they got some uh, fresh lump crab meat. Were they in a like paint <coughs> pan? Excuse me. Uh, no, we didn't get that many. Okay. We only got. I mean, I don't know how many it was. It was a pan full. It was enough for everybody to have some six people. I don't know how much. That is it was. a high end grill. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. So. So we did scallops, and I was going to talk about each of these. And then lump, they bought lump crab, and Jeff whipped up some of the best crab cakes that I've ever had. And I actually got the recipe. It's simple. I'm going to do a recipe for them in a video. Or I got to do them first, see if they yeah. can approve. That's where I was talking about the remoulade come in. And then we bought some. Uh, no, we did the shrimp the next day. You that ta- was it. You were talking about um, doing something that's not a remoulade. It was like a oh, like a lemon lemon dill cream yeah, sauce, yeah, like a yeah, creamy yeah. lemony dill. Sauce. So, yeah. So the then I think that would be good with crab. Heck cakes. yeah, it'd be different. So or it, I've never had. But it these like crab that. cakes, this is how he did them. So he, the most important thing is pick the crab because you know when you get lump blue crab, sometimes it's got little pieces of the shell and stuff mm-hmm. in there. He picked through that. How difficult is it to pick a crab? Like no, I just put a little bit in your hand, feel through the meat, see if you feel anything, toss it out. Through it, yeah. So he it was like a sixteen ounce a pound of lump blue crab meat, probably made. So everybody got a crab cake, a decent sized crab cake. So six, yeah. six big crab cakes, and he added a whole bunch, like a bunch of green onions. You know, the rubber banded bunch you get, chopped all that mm-hmm. up. The green onions goes in the bowl. Then it was uh, two little shallots, then chopped up super fine. Some panko breadcrumbs, some mayo, and he just used old bay. I'd like to use my king crawl in it, probably will in the recipe. Whipped it up and then hand formed them and then stuck them in the refrigerator. Just let them hang out a little while. Then when he got ready to cook them, he just melted some butter over a medium low heat in a saute pan and just kind of browned them. So it just it, there's only like one turn to it. Kind of like cooking a grilled cheese is the best way I can explain it. Low and slow. Yeah, low and slow. Let the butter melt, but you want it to brown but not burn. You you golden you want to almost make that little crust. Yeah, that's what it did. Yeah. So it made a nice golden crust on each side. You flipped it over, and that was it. I mean, that, it, it took, I think they cooked 10 minutes top, something like that. And the whole time he's cooking these scallops, too. And he kind of treated the scallops. He seasoned them a little bit, cooked them in some butter, threw in some more shallot, uh, threw in some more. So he co- Do you score those scallops at all? No, no. He just, first he seared them, like, and it wasn't a super high heat either. It was just kind of brown them on each side. And then when they were almost done, he was checking them. He threw in some uh, shallot, a little bit of garlic, some more butter, and then uh, deglazed the pan with some white wine and just 
let kind it all come strong. together and made a sauce and then put like two tablespoons of cream in it. So it kind of made this Ooh. Uh, shallot, buttery, creamy sauce with the, you know, and the wine kind of got all the little remnants mm-hmm. off the bottom of the pan. Those scallops were money. They were so good. So we had that. And it's with the steak about flight. Scallops. I mean, it was a heck of a, we couldn't That's a bought, crazy, yeah. we couldn't have bought That's a, a crazy better meal. meal. Yeah. We couldn't have bought a better meal there. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Then the next night, did y'all we have did anything fish. to go with it? Like, um, yeah, we did. Heath <laughs> did, uh, I guess, what do you call them? Uh, not loaded baked potato, but twice baked potato. Yeah, twice baked potato. So we, so we just took some big baker potatoes and baked them and split them, scooped them out, and then put them back in a bowl and, you know, cheese, butter. Yeah, the right? whole nine yards, yeah. just like you would have docked your potato up, yeah. then put it back in and smothered it with cheese and stuck it back in the oven. And we had a salad. That was, that was it. We didn't make a sauce for the, the crab cakes. We didn't really, I mean, they didn't need one, but I would think a remoulade or like, a you know, that creamy dill like sauce that. would be good. Dill lemon sauce. Yeah. I'm going to have to play with that recipe. I love crab cakes. That's They're the phenomenal. Best. But yeah. he didn't use any fillers, what you're saying. Just a little panko. Yeah. It's mainly crab. And gre- you That's know, the best green onion, shallot, crab, mayo, panko, and Old Bay. That was all he used. Yeah. It was the, and I was like, you, there's no way. That's all you put in there. I watched him do it, and they were. I was like, you know, we'll see. Is this going to, you know, but man, it was good. It was really simple. Good. Keep it simple. <clears throat> simple. Yeah, keep it simple. Use good ingredients. Keep it simple. That the more I cook and the more I learn things about cooking, the more yeah. I come back to that. Oh yeah, keep it simple. Now we also did. Um, this was earlier that day too. Uh, sausage and cheese board because we. Stopped on the way down at, at Cooper's in Florence, mm-hmm. your hometown, country yep. home of country pleasing sausage, and um, I wanted to run in there and see my buddy Aaron, who who's kind of the meat manager of the whole place there. But they have sausages that we don't see in the grocery store there at the main headquarters where they yeah. make it. They've got some special blends. So, do they actually manufacture the sausage? On yeah, site yeah, there? they manufacture it there. And then they they've got a ton of stuff. It it's there. a full butcher shop. Yeah. I mean, they had, oh, it's awesome. You could buy Snake River Farms brisket in there. Yeah. He had, I mean, he had different Wagyu cuts in there. It's a full blown. It's one of those really, really great butcher shops. Yeah, it really is. It like really Pensacola. is. Pensacola, yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, he had some awesome stuff, but they had a ton of sausage. And so we picked up some of the, the pineapple jalapeno sausage. They had a maple smoked sausage that we picked up. Maple. They had like a special 47 blend. Um. We didn't cook that. I didn't cook. I cooked the sausage for it, and I didn't cook that one because I figured that would be more for breakfast. We were thinking we might cook that for breakfast. Uh, I can see it for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not. I'm not a huge maple guy. Anyway. I don't like it. And I, but the one I really like is the green onion and uh, pepper jack. Yeah, it's a pepper jack green onion smoked sausage, and man, it's good. You can can you find that one in the grocery store? Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Yeah, uh, the they do one a Cajun, uh, green onion, and this, pepper jack, and then they do a jalapeno and cheddar. Yeah, yeah. And well, they the regular. and then they had, but then they had the pineapple and they had the maple and they had different ones in the oh, store. Oh, they did the pineapples so, too. At the, yeah, in the store. Well, it's not the same though. That's just regular pineapple smoked sausage. Okay. This one was pineapple and jalapeno, so it was a little had a little bit of kick to it too. It was good. It was Heck really yeah. good. I bought some of that. We stopped on the way back. It was, the sausage is so good. We stopped on the way back and picked up some more and brought back home. So I put some in the fridge. You also brought back some smoked chicken salad. From I there had that on here. Minutes. Yeah. Pimento and cheese. So they do prepared stuff too. Like they do a prepared dinner. So you could go in there and you could buy um, rotel chicken or, yeah. you know, a pan, of, a pan of meatloaf and you can take it home and cook it or, or warm it. I don't think it's fully cooked. I've always heard a lot of single men around that area. That's what they pick the, up. It's like, <laughs> they go and get their dinners but, there. But they do pimento cheese. And I I liked, I personally like pimento cheese. It wasn't as good as your. I had that on my note here to ask you. So they did, it was like a standard old yellow pimento cheese with jalapenos. And you could tell. It was some real jalapeno in it because it was real spicy. But how do you do? I want like you do a different one. It's like a white pimento cheese. Yeah, it? it's a white sharp cheddar, Vermont white sharp cheddar, pimentos, jalapenos. R- like fresh jalapeno or you know we've talked about this before. I usually use the pickled jalapenos. Yeah. Um, but we were gonna try doing fresh jalapenos. Well, it's, or yours was I really better. think that it was good, but maybe a combination of both because you need kind of that vinegar element that you know to kind of cut the cheese and the mayonnaise. Yeah. You know, I think it helps balance it. But if you had a fresh jalapeno in there and give it a real good crunch and a bite and you know a heat element. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I, I thought it was good. I mean, it wasn't as good as yours, but they had a good. It was good. It was spicy. Yeah, it did have some kick. Like yeah. the guys, the guys of the condo did not like it. <laughs> they thought it was too hot, which I, I was putting hot sauce on it. You know, I thought yeah. it was good. We did stop at Bucky's. You got when you go when you pass a Bucky's, you got to pull in there and stop. Got a ton of snacks and had a chopped brisket sandwich. Man, it was good. I've had a chopped brisket sandwich at Bucky's before. It is not bad at all. Heck no. For a gas station, man, where are you going to get better brisket than I don't that? Know if you call station. Bucky's a gas station. It's just a regular old gas station if you've never been to one. There may be some Killer House products in Bucky's. There are going to be. There are. And in, in, they're, they're there. See, that's another reason to stop at Bucky's. I had a buddy send me a message on Facebook. He was in Texas. So, man, do you know your stuff's in Bucky's? And I was like, yeah, it's supposed to, you know, brand new. So. It's a process getting in Bucky's. <laughs> it is a process. <laughs> but we, we stopped. Yeah, going back, I did not go in. I was After four yeah. days, I did, was. Did y'all stop at Bucky's on the way back? Yeah, but yeah. I didn't go in. It's a. Yeah. It takes a lot out of you. Just I had a lot taken out of me. To get <laughs> 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 I was in recovery mode. Well. I just wanted to get home. So you also did fish tacos. We did. So that was the next night. We cooked some of the fish, and I did those with the – we put – so this was really good. We, we put some olive oil on the fillets. This, this is the skin on. I like cooking them what skin on cook, on the do, grill. snapper? Yeah, snapper fillet, skin on. Um, got all the bones out. If, you know, Sometimes I'll leave a little bit of that rib bone. You trim that out, and you just got a nice fillet with skin on one side. Hit it with some olive oil. And then Heath has a new citrus seasoning that he has out – and it's excellent on fish. So we put that on it. And then some grande gringos. We we're doing fish tacos. I kind of wanted to have that uh, Mexican flair to it. So do you just take your grande gringo bottle with you everywhere you everywhere go? Everywhere I go. Even when I go to a Mexican restaurant, I kick my chips up on grande gringo. I did. Last time I went to the Mexican <laughs> restaurant, I was like, man, I wish there's I had nothing on it. Hey, now they don't even put salt and pepper on the table. So you got to bring your own seasoning. I bought my, I Personal. bought a little uh, purse <laughs> salt and pepper shaker. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm good to go. You're good to go. Well, you need to take some gringo, you need to take some hot sauce. You never know when you're going to need them. That's, that's the things you need to travel with. <laughs> purse hot sauce. Pur- <laughs> purse sauce. That's why you need your good woman's got a big purse. You put all your, all your seasonings and accessories in it. Yeah. Y'all have makeup. I have hot sauce and gringo. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but you want me to keep up with it. <laughs> I need an AP in a little smaller bottle. I yeah, that yeah. That's a good shake out. Um, but Jay I, does that with Mojo. He does a Mojo well, to go. Mojo to go. That's good. <laughs> But for those fish, the, the snapper, man, I just put them on the grill and turned, you know, turned the heat down low and kept it on one side, cooked the fillets till they start flaking and just kind of chopped it up with tongs in the shell. So, you so when like you a- serve taco, when you serve the tacos, you just come by with some tongs and it's not, the meat releases from the skin, but I like leaving it on it because it just makes a good thing to serve it on. It keeps it from drying out. Yeah. So if you just get off how much ever you want, put on your tortilla and you're ready to go. So when you cook it, you're cooking it on a gas grill. Yeah. You so can you cook it on like, gas or charcoal or anything. I just like it on like two like zone. zone. Yeah. yeah, you just want to keep the heat low because you don't want to burn it up. So how long does it did you say it takes? Maybe fifteen minutes tops. Okay. It don't take long to cook fish. Fish yeah. is fast. It was super easy. Now we also served that with some of the leftover steak we had. So we had steak and fish tacos. I whipped up um kind of my version of it's a guacamole salad. Um used some fresh avocados, some pico, some um serrano peppers some cilantro but then we also picked up a pound of fully cooked peeled and deveining little small shrimp and i added them to the guac and man it was dynamite did y'all season it, it with some gringo yeah, we just did eat, y'all eat it like with chips yeah yeah That's you can put it on your taco if you wanted i just ate it on the side yeah and then i did a cilantro did lime rice delicious yeah. little i did i did that and rice and did some black beans i mean, I mean we did it up we did like a little mexican taco dinner did you have a slaw to go on your um, taco? Uh, yeah, yeah. We made a pineapple coleslaw. I did. Whipped that up, too. It was just a can of crushed pineapples with some peppers and some cilantro added yeah. in a slaw bag and um, made a little dressing real quick, like a you have sour a cream. Yeah, it was like a sour cream lime vinaigrette kind of. Yeah. Tossed it in it, and it was good. Really good. That was, I mean, that was the highlight of my vacation. You came home and told me about. I don't see if I wrote anything else down. I'm missing. No, well, okay. you came home and told me about how good the fish tacos were, and I said, "You know what? That sounds delicious." <laughs> so I went into the freezer and pulled out some red fish from last year, threw it on the Memphis pellet grill because I was going to cook fish tacos. I didn't bring your fish home. I didn't yeah, catch any. Yeah. I didn't wet a hook. <laughs> I just filled up a garbage can, <laughs> half filled. <laughs> you just chummed the water. <laughs> 
But how'd our fish turn out? <laughs> it's not my fault. No. It was fishy fish. It was, and I don't touch fishy fish. It was. Been in the freezer for a year. Yeah. I, I don't recommend keeping it that long, even if it's vacuum sealed. It was vacuum sealed. I know. It was bad. I cut it open. I did pretty much the same <clears throat> thing you did. Um, Heath's. What was it? Citrus. The citrus. So is it simply citrus or something? I don't know what he yeah. calls it. Something like that. Simple citrus or something. And then Grande Gringo put it on, cooked it, flaked. It was beautiful. I took a bite and I was like, <laughs> like Malcolm is not going to eat no, this. It's like cat food. I'm, I had ponchos dip. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what we did. We just ate chips and dip. And salsa. <laughs> it was, that was a nailed it. It wasn't our fault, though. The fish was, it was cooked good. It just was. Fishy fish, it's and I don't do fishy fish. I mean, but I, I did work on a jerk burger. Yeah, we talked about that. And I already talked about that. Well, that's coming yeah. up. I'm that's on. what we're going to film when I get back from my trip. Yeah, it is. So um, we'll have a recipe coming out. Yeah. We got a few planned for the next few weeks, and then we're going on 4th of July vacation. So what? So I'm going on a trip with a handful of girlfriends. We're leaving tomorrow, staying in a condo. Very similar to what you're doing, but there's no fishing involved. I'm going to go ahead and book y'all the trips if I get the waves <laughs> kicked up for you. We just want to sit on the beach. <laughs> yeah. What Do you have any recipe ideas for condo cooking? Condo cooking for y'all, for for women? Yeah, for women. So it's probably not going to be too many steaks or anything like that. Yeah. I would, you know, I would make some, uh, you could grill some stuff if you wanted to get some seafood and grill it and do shrimp. Something. Shrimp would be good. Yeah, shrimp would be real good. I mean, I don't know how. You could pick up a piece of fish and do it at the, at the market there. But I think, um, I mean, you're probably not going to throw too much on the grill. Y'all are going to be doing salads and, like, you could make. Maybe a pasta. Yeah, a pasta, salad. That I would be good. I could grill some shrimp on the, throw some shrimp you could on do the grill. So, you could definitely throw some shrimp on there. That'd be good. Uh, even some chicken would be easy. You can do some different things with. Yeah. I mean, do a, do a, do a quick a, pasta with a grilled, with a grilled uh, chicken breast. We did a pasta. Um that was right before you left. Yep. We um needed something to throw together real quick for dinner, so we did just a jar of white Alfredo, Alfredo sauce. What Kicked it up though. Tomatoes. Yeah. Some fresh herbs from our herb garden. Uh, uh kind of pan sautéed some real thin sliced chicken breast cutlets, and chopped them up like sliced them, kind of almost like fajita style. Mm-hmm. But we mixed it back in with the the sauce and penne. It was penne pasta yeah, penne we pasta. Yeah. It was super simple. It was very Some good easy. Parmesan cheese. I had some, we got some grated parm. But me and you, and we served it with a salad and some bread. Yeah. Uh, we put, uh, so what I did, I sauteed some garlic and a little uh, onion. And then I threw in some uh, tomatoes that we chopped up and mm-hmm. then the spinach, a bunch of spinach and wilted it down. Then added the sauce and brought that together. Then I already had the chicken cooked in a separate little pan and then chopped it up sliced it up, put it in there, put the drained noodles off in there, mixed it all up, tossed it in a bowl, and topped it with a bunch of fresh farm, and that was it. And it some was, fresh basil. Yeah, and some fresh basil. Maybe it's some fresh parsley, I think, yep. we mixed in. Yeah, that was it was all done in 20 less than minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, less than 30 minutes. That was a good, you know what, that's going to be a good, delicious dinner. I need you to go ahead. You kind of have something like that. I did the jambalaya pasta, but yeah, this is different. This is more, I mean, it's kind of like a summer chicken pasta. It'd be good with shrimp. Yeah, it, it would. It'd be good with shrimp or crawfish or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, you could use the jar stuff or you could whip up your own homemade Alfredo cream sauce real quick. I like the idea hard. of opening the jar and just doctoring it, you know, yeah. tasting that it. That would be good with different kinds of pastas. Shit. You could do it over spaghetti, fettuccine, uh, angel hair. You don't Marini. have to use penne. Yeah, any of the, any of them. Any of the. <laughs> any enies. of the Eenies <laughs> <laughs> or Eddies. <laughs> or teenies. And sandwiches. There's something about yeah. eating a sandwich on the beach that I enjoy. That seems like so. That seems more y'all speed. I mean, I can see you <laughs> taking chicken salad, tuna salad. You know. Oh, you know what? You could do some. Uh, you could go down there to Rouse's. It's one of my favorite grocery stores down there. Yeah, they have a Publix too, right? Yeah, real close the to Publix it. Is but really the, good. the Rouse's is all fixed up now. Like when we, when we were there, it was in construction back at spring break, but now it's all fixed up and done. And they have they probably have some smoked tuna dip. And the smoked tuna down there is really good. It's I've really good. 
bad smoke tuna dip before. Yeah, but you had it in Memphis. That's true. That was probably like Charlie Starkest tuna or something. <laughs> <laughs> With some liquid smoke. Yeah, probably. And some eggs or something. It's been sitting for yeah, a hot minute. No, I'll do that. But if you, most of those restaurants down the coast do a really good smoked tuna dip. Yeah, and they usually all do really great crab cake. Are you going to try to go to some restaurants? If you can, yeah. yeah. You know. Hey, COVID, running, COVID ain't at the beach. It didn't, it didn't appear to be. If, if, if got to get a bushwhacker. Running, oh, yeah, definitely get a bushwhacker. Get it, get it with the extra floater 151. You got to. Get it kicked up. There's no point drinking that much sugar if you're not That's getting right. double the alcohol. They've got good margaritas <laughs> there at the condo. Trying to think of what other drinks I had. Oh, they had the uh, the Goombay Spash from the Bahamas. Yeah, there. I like that. It was that. pretty good. What's the drink you've been making um, us to float around the pool with? Mm-hmm. Just a rum punch? Yeah, it's my version of a rum punch. Yeah, that's pretty good. Jamming punch. Jamming jerk punch. Something, I don't know what I call it. I hadn't come up with my name yet. Well, you don't have Big any. Big Mon's Party Punch. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed to get you partying. But that would be a good one to do. We we need some more drink recipes. Yeah, I can do that with the jerk burger. The Big Mon. Yes, yeah. That'd be great. I think I'm going to call it Burger the Big Mon. <laughs> That's I what they call it. me when I'm in Jamaica. Hey, hey Big, Big Mon. Mon. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mon. <laughs> And it's not ironic. It's not ironic. I'm big. <laughs> it's not like calling you tiny. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. So you ready for you're ready for vacation. I'm ready for the ballpark. We'll uh, do another podcast next week. Right? Yep. We'll be um, back to filming. Yep. We got some things lined up. Um, we got the Big Mon Burger. <laughs> the Big Mon Burger. You got some ribs. You got a rib recipe coming for Fourth of July. Yeah. And you got some one or two maybe in there. You got yeah. A- I got Craig. Barbecue Ninja wanted to come do a gator. I got to work that in this summer. Yes, definitely. He is ready to do it. He got. Yeah, he said he's not scared of the COVID well, no more either. So is he coming and doing like a whole gator? Yeah, whole gator. What are y'all going to cook it on? I don't know. I got. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of plenty of pits. He said he can do it on CTO. Okay. So that'd be cool. So we're either going to do it on that or stick burner or something. That would be really good. Yeah. We don't have. I don't any know if he's ever done one on pellet grill. Can you do I like? On Memphis grill. I don't know. Could he come and do like a whole gator and then like maybe do some gator wings or whatever they call it? Or gator you know, he likes to do chicken wings, so he's a oh yeah, he's he a does. flamethrower chicken wings. He does do some. I don't know if my I don't, I don't know if Sam Lauderdale's gonna <laughs> approve of that one at the house. I'm gonna have to get out the yard if we're gonna do that. Open flames. He pretty much just gets a weed burner and a propane. I don't want to end up and... State Farm commercial. Which commercial is it that the guy? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. That where they go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. I don't want. I don't want to be that. Kind of torched alligator burned out my house. Hey, I don't know how those wings taste, but they, they make sure really cool good. pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, Where we'll be back it? next week. Yeah, we're we'll back next week. Look for the Big Mom Burger. Watch the hog video. Um, if you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram. I appreciate y'all hanging out with us. If you need some of those good steaks, go check out Kevin down at the butcher shop. It's a cola. He's got them. We'll see y'all next time.